0: I'm Dana no. Heinrich, <laughs> and I'm running for Clackamas County fun. Commissioner. Well, as geez, a fifth good. generation Oregonian,
1: I Yay! Really
2: hey! Are we on right now? On. We are on. Whoa. What you just saw was a little bit of a snippet of what's about to come. But my other backwoods brother is not here. Welcome to Backwoods Brother. My name is Tony. I'm Joel, and apparently I didn't know we jumped back into the camera. I apologize. Hey, Joel, no problem, bro. Bro, guess what? What? Last week I felt like a hobbit. Today yeah. I feel like a king. Oh, yeah! Look at these.
3: Yeah, I know. I got some new chairs here some in. Some thrones? That's like, you know, t- two feet higher than we were sitting before. Yes.
2: Well, I got to tell you one more thing. Yes? You make a lot of good points on the show, and I thought I would bring something. And every time you make a good point, I'm going to go. Oh, that is rings in my ears. <laughs> Wow. If it Smaller brings a, if it brings forth any type of any issues, I will take it off, but I will make sure it's really light. Guys, welcome to the show tonight. We have a special guest. I'm not going to steal the thunder because we have to first get right to like, share and subscribe. We're so glad you're with us. But I want to get to the ridiculous right away.
3: Yeah, we're popping right into the good stuff right here into the ridiculous. I mean, you got some good stuff here. Wanted to bring up
2: before you want you want to know what's ridiculous. What's that? You and I had a chance to go to an awesome party this weekend, and that party, you know, you think uh, so. When I go to parties, (laughs) I go to picnics. I don't go to parties, right? I go to picnics where you know what's in the meat. Yeah, well, fried chicken. Fried chicken and okra. You know what's in the meat. Unless your Aunt Betsy's coming, then you don't really know what's in the meat. Aunt Betsy, you know you bring a lot of grease with her. So (laughs) we had a lot of grease. So this this week in particular, it was a a bunch of cool, great people, um, but I had no idea what to expect. And I'm standing here in line and waiting for the buffet table, and I get to the buffet table, and, and you tell me, Tony, look down. And I just looked down to, at the meatballs. I'm like, yeah, they're meatballs. And he goes, no, look closely. So I put my one eye down there, and I saw gold flakes. <laughs> yeah. Gold flakes. Glow flakes, people. In the meatballs. meatballs. <laughs> and I ate one. And I've been looking for my gold lately. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you where. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, I, 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 do you I, remember I, that? I, I've never
3: been more valuable than that night. <laughs> Well, you didn't want to put it up, but no, well, but it I, was a, a I, good party. I don't understand the appeal of the desire to want to eat gold. I, and I asked, I thought it was fake. I thought it was like maybe like something. Oh, you of,
2: you think it was fake? Yeah,
3: I asked a chef, and yes. he says No, it's actual 24 karat gold flakes.
2: I was like, Why isn't that? That should be on my finger, I, not in my stomach.
3: I, I'm like, Well, well after, I noticed that after that, I, I, I told you about that. Yes. Those meatballs disappeared really quick in front of you.
2: <laughs> I, I just ate all I could. Now I'm worth something. <laughs> <laughs> Just shake me. <laughs> you know. Anyways, that was just fun times. That wasn't the ridiculous. Uh, that, that was off the chain. It was really oh, good.
3: Yeah, that was absolutely it was absolutely that that was a fun. great view too from the house.
2: Yes, and thank you for the surprise, bro. That uh, was a surprise was you guys. He surprised me. It was
3: awesome. Uh, but I told him before I knew for sure it was gonna happen.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep secrets, was, can we?
3: Yes, I remember it.
2: But you know what's really ridiculous <clears throat> and I wish were a secret? What's that? Jesse Smollett. oh my goodness do you have a picture of Jesse Smollett oh my goodness What's the caption brother would you read that for me? <laughs> I got jail time because I'm black He says I got jail time because I'm black you didn't get jail time because you're black you got jail time because you're stupid You broke the law you broke the law. Mr. Man, let me refresh you what you did. He's sentenced to five months for uh, staging A hate crime during actually one of the most um, turbulent times in our country after George Floyd. So he decided his acting career wasn't good enough. So he decided to hire some second-rate actors and it ended ended him in jail time. Maybe it was Uh, a job interview. It was a job interview. they failed. The license plate stamping. (laughs) That's what I said. If you read the post, it's like, enjoy your license plate stamping. Exactly. That's where I got it from. But guess what his comeback was? It was the black card. He said... I believe that race determined the sentencing hey, for him uh, did did you expect anything less obviously look at what
3: he he tried to fake a racial attack you know he tried to fake a hate crime
2: he tried to fake a hate crime
3: you know, like you said during the most like divisive time in our, in our country when yes when there you know people are rioting and burning things down for anything at all yeah. I mean, he should have got more time because he there were actually riots based on what happened there until the truth came out.
2: Absolutely. That guy should have got years. He got Absolutely. five
3: months and he's whining about it.
2: He's fine. Well, today, I guess I saw a little caption uh, that he is out for good behavior. I don't know. Um, but he does He, he <laughs> out, does have some out type for good of... good behavior? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You might want to check that out. But 36 hours. But well, he goes on to say this as if he's not whining enough. He expected jail time. He believed that he'd be treated more harshly for the a nonviolent offense than others convicted with similar crimes due to the fact of his color if, of the skin.
3: If you commit a crime, you should
2: expect jail time. Well, <laughs> I mean, that that just goes with the fact you're criminal. And I love that rhyme. If you do the if you do the crime, you should have I'm jail a time. Poet and I don't know. And that. you don't know it. But he called it, brother, systematic racism in the judicial system. He told his team that he was and I said dead on and predicting the outcome, calling it unfortunate and sad. Do you know what's sad? What's sad?
3: What's, what's sad?
2: That he left me speechless. And I can talk. <laughs> yes, and you can. I can, right? <laughs> but he left better? me speechless. Man, when you do a crime, when you stage a hate crime, and, and all that's going on in our country, and you don't expect any repercussions from that, you are crazy. Let someone else not my color try that.
3: Yeah. Um, Well, actually, speaking of, since you just mentioned it, someone actually just put in here, uh, Jesse Smollett was released from jail on Wednesday
2: night. That's what I thought. Uh, I saw that come across.
3: After an Illinois appeals court granted an emergency motion by his defense attorneys, Smollett's legal team is looking to delay his sentence and grant him bond until their appeal on his conviction is decided on. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of crap is that? You, you said is, it. This is the center point wrong with our justice system. This is right what's here. wrong with the justice system. You commit a crime, your butt sits in jail. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was convicted. Yep. Sit in jail. Who cares what the appeals court is? Yes. Sit in jail. Do your time. Yes. I think if I think if he's out for this one, they should triple his time because he got out of it. Thank you.
2: I had to do that for you. Good point. I'll get rid of it in a second. <laughs> okay. But no, good point. Good point. Um, I, I This story is still... To be unraveled um, exactly, but you know I hope that um, people will use their sensibilities in this uh the, if if he gets off, this opens up all types of doors
3: oh, oh exactly I mean it, the, the five hundred criminals released from Portland, I think started that that landslide, and then of course the governor's crap to release people early from their sentences it's a landslide it's I, a I don't, landslide it's it's absolutely
2: just ridiculous so it's ridiculous, and yes, you ended nice. up on that one, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> So you guys uh, weigh in on that and uh, tell us what you think.
3: Uh, yeah, well, he said he didn't. Uh, this uh, this comment says he didn't even spend a week, not even three days. WTF? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Well, you you know what else besides ridiculous? We also have breaking news.
2: Breaking news. Breaking news. we breaking wind. <laughs> I put it up here, so I won't mess. Oops. I'll put it in the chair until someone comes. I got it. Hey guys, so breaking news, uh
3: of course, um you know, this is this is a big deal and it hurts so bad. Russia decided to impose sanctions on the Biden administration. <laughs> you can't come to our country. Yeah, uh, no country for you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Russia's response to all of the um all of those heavy sanctions which by the way, they they can't turn in the world market. They they, they don't get any innovative tech and all these crazy things that are being blocked from, which they should be. Their, their response was, well, you can't come to our country. Oh, and any assets you own in the country, uh, we're going to seize. Which you know, honestly, they probably own some assets in the country. It's probably what they did that for. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and they're all saying, we don't own any assets and it doesn't bug us. Yeah, right. But brother, there's some other breaking news with that today. Today, the the Ukraine president.
3: Um, you want to share that? Yeah, uh, no, why don't, you, why don't you go and share that one because I, I may have missed something there. Well,
2: Whatever. actually, we were talking about it today, but didn't he give an appeal to uh, Don't Leave Me Hanging? Oh, well, con- oh, oh, no. He asked yeah, Biden he, 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 if he would yeah. consider a no-fly zone. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh,
3: he, he he approached the Ukrainian, uh, the Ukrainian president, uh-huh. um, Zelensky, approached the Congress and had a big old conference. His yes, gigantic, like, 500-foot screen in front of him was kind yes. funny to see the picture.
2: By the way, he's an example of every leader because he's he, he's he a leader. He
3: like a president. He looked like he was a soldier. There. He, he looked his, like a soldier. He had, he had his sleeves all rolled up. I actually expected to see a cigarette pack. No <laughs>
2: yes, but that's who he is. He stays in there with the people. Exactly. Kind of yeah, reminds so. us of our mayor. Anyway, yeah, uh, I have to throw that out there. Yeah. But man. he stays in there with the people.
3: Oh, exactly. Exactly. He's fighting. I feel like he, I, I expect to see him out there with a rifle or something in the way... He's dressed. Yes, but um, yeah, he he requested to the Congress to a leader of leaders in uh, NATO. It was the <laughs> Congress in <and> NATO <laughs> to get a no-fly zone above the Ukraine yeah. and to get to help and get some jets.
2: Um, and it's and funny to also pull out all assets But wasn't there Ukraine also a news story saying Russia.
3: that... Yeah, well, I think those are the two big things. That the are two there. big things, yeah. Yeah, and did, wasn't a news story saying that, that the peace talks are going well between Russia and Ukraine? Yeah!
2: <laughs> yes, but yet, yes, yet, yes, yet the big story about asking for a no-fly zone? I'm like, where? Where? Because a no-fly zone, wouldn't that... I think that Putin said that would be a confirmation of an act of war. I'm like, well, I think we're already uh, there. I
3: I'm not really scared of Putin. After seeing how bad he's botched Ukraine, I have no fear of Putin. I mean yeah, he he's not he's he's crazy, but I don't think he's dumb enough to use nuclear weapons because that's gonna screw him as well. And so um uh, uh, he's he can't he can't invade he couldn't evade a country that he spent months surrounding. He he had he had troops uh, stationed to the north, he took the south, and he had all along the uh, the east border, he had troops right. repositioned. Yes. He'd been working on it. And yeah. he still couldn't he still can't take Ukraine. Yeah, he said it would take a weekend. It's yes. been what three weeks now, and he's still he's losing the war.
2: But a lot of people that are coming into my office uh, over here are affected uh, by what the images they're seeing coming out of Ukraine. Yeah, um, he is literally uh, bombing civilians, and mm-hmm. I remember calling you one night, and you were saying, "I have that's where I've heard a lot of uh, reaction from you, being a veteran, that you just don't go in there and mess with the people."
3: Y- you, you, you. If you're if you're an honorable upstanding uh, soldier leader president mm-hmm. you don't attack civilians you go after military-based targets yep it's soldier on soldier and there's a they have a, Ukraine has a standing army it's not the biggest in the world but they have a standing army it's not like they're going and trying to fight insurgents right now they actually have an army yeah. attack the army don't attack civilians that yeah. is a cowardice horrific thing to do
2: well, you can't get more cowardice than to bomb a, a maternity
3: yeah, I hospital. saw that in the children's hospital, too. Yeah, and about.
2: sending a clear message how yeah. heinous it was. I mean,
3: war, work war, <clears throat> crimes need to be prosecuted when this is over. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, so, uh, we've got some a couple more comments sure. here. Uh, my grandmama has always told me, you yeah, do the crime, you do the time, and she meant it. My mom borrowed her car without permission, so she turned in, it in stolen. Mama got caught. Cops asked uh, what she wants to do. Grandma said, keep her.
2: Let me tell you something. I'm a little old school, and <clears throat> during the riots, if I had ever seen my teenage daughter downtown doing that, I would be one dad with my one eye and cane going down there and going, get in the car! I didn't teach you that. I'm taking you down to the precinct. You know, it's just, you do the crime, you pay the time. You, you know
3: what? Um, in some cases, uh, back in the old days, it's actually safer to go to jail than get, come back and see my grandma with her with her flipper. Wait a minute. Do you remember the old days? Yeah, I mean, the
2: old days. Yeah, I remember. I the... knew you were old, but not that old.
3: Uh, uh, I'm, I'm older You're uh, 40 I'm, and you I'm 48 I've seen, I'm, I'm I've seen more of the old days than he I'm has
2: I'm wisdomist <laughs> that's <Wisdomous>. a word <laughs> it is now you do you have a cool beard there yeah guys I just
3: realized that's like right where the food falls down I think it's bleach <laughs> <laughs> Um so, read the rest brother uh, oh uh, uh, did you hear they told us to give them back Alaska
1: <laughs> <laughs> what Just give it back
2: <laughs> Russia said give back Alaska yeah well, <laughs> the same amount of money we pay for it. Um, Come, over. Come over and take it. we we'll turn it one bullet at a time. <laughs> one says, I don't want my tax dollars sent overseas. We need to secure the southern border. And FDJB <laughs> is leading us to World War III, yes. And there's so much propaganda, I don't believe any of it. So much has been proven false.
3: Well, yeah. Well, truth truth is also actually false too, if you you believe the uh, fact checkers. Yeah. Did you hear that? Now that they're actually checking, um, they're actually checking the facts before you type and post them. As you're live typing them, they they're checking what you're writing, and if it's if the fact checkers don't agree with it, you can't post it.
2: So it doesn't necessarily mean it's fact. It means if you don't agree with it. it basically, yeah. So they're my disagreement before, means that I, it's fact. The you censor, know they're I'm censoring saying. you during your actual thoughts. <laughs> right. All those poor people, Russia is bombing hospitals, churches, places, people are staying uh, for safety.
3: Exactly. The governor of Alaska said, come try. We are all well armed.
2: <laughs> Read the rest of it. Bro. Uh,
3: apparently, there is no biochemicals that can be destroyed. Ukrainian civilians, Biden's fault.
2: Hmm. So, hmm. Um, Thank you for hey, your input, you
3: guys. Uh, so we didn't put this chair here for no reason.
2: I know. It has a bell on it. That's yes. why we put it there, right? <laughs> we had to hold the bell. <laughs> Oh, okay. I gotta get. I gotta get lose the bell. He's told me to lose the bell, y'all. I didn't say that. He said lose the bell. Yes, he did. It's still on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Messing. Can y'all see it now? <laughs> okay. I I noticed you're trying to hide it. Yeah, I was trying desperately. Um,
3: anyways, but we have a special guest today.
2: What? Yes. Who is it?
3: Um, well, we have uh, a awesome, amazing candidate to be running soon. Dun, 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 um, but before we get to that part, we have a, we have another special guest. Day. Yeah, Dana Hindman Allen will be joining us here shortly. We
2: got her in the house.
3: Yes. Yeah, so before we do that, we got another special guest is coming on. Oh,
2: there is another guest. That's right. Yeah. Whoa! So I'll just hey. let
1: that go down. Hey. Wait a, a minute! You're a not Dana. Second. Well, you know, I'm here, just coming you. down for a split second. I feel like Mr. Rogers' neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mayor Sean, I got you guys. again. Hi. Yes. So let's let's talk. Have a about seat. Have get. a seat. Have a seat. The, the the wife was out there the other day. She said, "Honey." I, I love you to death, but you stink. So she got online, and she got Buff City Soaps. Buff <laughs> City I, Soaps. It, it struck me the same way. I said, Buff City Soaps. City soaps. <laughs> yes. And you know, she comes home, and she orders this box. It comes in the mail. I open it up. Sure enough, there's a soap, and there's this commando soap. And I'm like, you know, just taking commando soap. And commando means meat. me. Oh, yeah, you're you're in the shower. They're all by yourself. Yeah, you better what be do you do? commando what when you're using soap. Are you trying to, say so, you're going, you're trying to say you're going commando right now? That's right, that's right. Wow. So I, I had to share this experience with you. Yes. So I, I said to the wife, you've got a hold of that for, for backwards. These boys need these soaps.
2: <laughs> As he looks at me. Yes. He needs a soap, Uncle Sean. <laughs> I took my shower this month. That's
1: right. This is what? Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No. So let's take a quick look. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. it, it it's a commando soap. It's, it's small. Oh, and my. Ooh, and it is in the shower. It, and it smells like lilies. Just, just Wow, shower.
2: very manly. Oh, it does yeah. actually mm. does smell good. And you can get a soap like this, too.
1: Mm. And who says men don't care about their
2: show? That's right. right? <laughs> that's
1: right. Well, that is awesome,
3: that's guys. Let's once a month, here. like you said, right? Yeah, that's right. That's Let's right. see which camera we're yeah. on here. Right
1: there? right there? Is there another and camera in this camera well, over I here? We're in the soap mode here. I just want to comment on your your, your yeah, comment good. a few minutes ago. Get on, on your soapbox. Mm-hmm. I've got to say, you know, I, I, I am old. So when we're talking about old, I'm a little older. Mm-hmm. But just I do remember growing up that every time you turn on the TV when you were young, you saw things that... We're helping other countries. We're helping poor people. Or We're helping people that were you know, without water or food. We've always done that as a nation, right? Mm-hmm. And here we sit at one precipice. We're ready. We have the means. We can help these people, and we don't do it. That's what everybody's saying. Say? What does that say? What does that say? What does that say? Yep. Uh, you be- know? Before
3: yep. you go, by the way, yep. um, quick two notes that came on here for you. Uh, better than Axe body spray, LOL. And <laughs> hey, I says, use Axe,
2: guys. Wait a minute.
3: Uh, someone says Mayor Sean, yay, commando.
2: <laughs> yeah, no,
1: but commando. I love commando what you mayor. said, commando. Yes, yeah.
2: but I love what you said about that. We're at this crossroads. What yeah, are we going to do? We are. What are we going to do?
1: Are. It speaks to our country as a whole. Are yeah. we going to step up and help these people be free? Enjoy the same freedoms you and me do every day. All right. When did I we drop that line? Couldn't
3: agree right. more. Right. All right. Couldn't
1: agree more. Anyway, this I is the, just the mayor. Thank you so Esticator much. the mayor right here. Estimator mayor Sean yep. here
3: telling and us to clean up our act. That's, that's what. Like, he yeah.
2: Is. I'm hoping it got something for you. I don't know if it's green or what. You know. <laughs> my, my mom used to wash my mouth out with soap, that's so maybe right. that's what's going
1: to happen. That's right. Yeah, if I see,
3: I see you your going email. over there, I'm going to oh, throw it in. i gonna let I,
1: you guys I, deal with the rest. All, all right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so Thank
3: much. Thank you, Sean. Uh, we actually have another special guest coming on. Yes. But before we do that, we actually have a very special video that talks all about her They introduce her for us.
2: Watch this. Check out.
0: I'm Dana Hindman Allen, and I'm running for Clackamas County Commissioner. As a fifth-generation Oregonian, I remember a time when Oregon was a vibrant, pristine, beautiful place to live. Portland was a jewel, thriving with possibilities. There was also a time when the politics were more balanced, less divisive, and people worked together. With the encroachment of Portland's governing style, combined with Salem's short-sighted destructive policies, Clackamas County has seen growing homelessness and crime, overreaching mandates, and the prevention of public participation in things that matter most to people. My goal is to bring a new style of governing to Oregon, create a culture where diverse perspectives are welcomed and protect our quality of life, freedoms, and liberties. Please join me while we restore what is ours, a Clackamas County that we love, cherish, and call home. A return to balance, common sense, and stability. I'm Dina Hindman Allen, and I approve this message
3: Woo! Hey guys. So we have
0: Dina Hindman Allen. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joel and Tony for having yes. me on the show. Most I definitely. really appreciate it. I'm glad to be here and ready to get into it.:
3: Definitely, definitely. So uh, as you get, you got a taste of uh, the craziness that we have in our show when we first start off. <laughs> It's, it's a little nutty, and apparently um, we've been told to clean up our act.
0: Well, there's not a lack of material in this country to work from. Right? Oh, I not.
3: tried. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. I and tried. G- keep talking you guys <laughs> i was trying to put up her sign you guys but everybody should have a sign and do we get signs in our yards
0: yes you get signs in your yards yeah. absolutely so
2: everybody should have a sign okay everybody uh, gets a sign should have one
3: i think you can uh you can reach out through your website to get yes
0: right. dana yes. for oregon.com is my website
3: awesome yep and that's actually in all the descriptions guys you got a link right to it nice and easy check it out while we're watching us
2: yeah. Dana, yeah. you know, I had a chance to meet you uh, for the first time at the party this last weekend. And you struck me as just a person, by the way, as a person who is very easy to get to know. See, you seem like a person that is in charge. When you get fired up, you get fired up. You have some definite ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't come from anywhere. It, it didn't birth out of air. It had to be birthed in you. So can you let us know a little bit about who you are? And your family, and mm-hmm. just go for it.
0: Certainly. So, I am a fifth generation Oregonian, and I grew up actually in Portland. I lived in Portland for twenty, excuse me, twenty six or so years. Yeah. Um, a fifth generation. I moved out to Clackamas County twenty two years ago. Um, I went to Lincoln High School. I remember when Portland was eclectic, beautiful. Mm wonderful city
3: where's where's Lincoln located?
0: Uh, right downtown Portland oh, okay. yeah I went to Lincoln High School and then I went to Mount Hood Community College and then uh, went achieved my bachelor's degree at Warner Pacific College on the east side Warner nice yes yes cool I have two kids have adult children they're 27 29 and two grandchildren mm-hmm. and I'm a real estate agent have been for a decade been wow. in the financing industry as well residential mortgages I've done theater, television, uh, a multitude of things. I've worked in the school district. I I was an educational assistant and a substitute teacher, ran a drama program, an after-school drama program. So I have a lot of different uh, things I've been involved with, a lot of work history that sort of combine my efforts that I can bring into office.
2: That's the animation I saw uh, on Saturday was that you were very open. You have a presence about you and being in art and being in drama you have to have that so absolutely. And charisma
3: absolutely As well. so you're no you're no um like a stranger to like public speaking and no. getting out there and getting your voice out to people
0: right no not at all um, actually i did for the last 21 years i've had an agent in town i've done some film television commercials car commercials bank commercials a variety of things over the years but <laughs>
2: Art commercial, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Are you Broadway, thinking what I'm thinking? Toyota, kind of caught me off guard Subaru. a little bit. Actually, yeah. did you? Yeah. Can yeah. we yeah. hear the voice?
0: Oh, price selection. <laughs> We're right in the middle of it all. Yeah.
2: But, uh, give yeah. me a Broadway
0: Toyota. Yeah, no,
2: that's Broadway Toyota. <laughs> oh, Broadway Toyota. <laughs> give me a Toyota. <laughs> now he's a Ford guy, so you know.
3: Oh yeah, it's a Ford. I mean, it's nothing else but Ford. Everything else out there is just trying to catch up.
2: See, and just, how just like a Samsung.
0: But
3: in all seriousness,
0: <laughs> my desire that was born was really born in this time of the last two years. <clears throat> if you would have asked me two years ago if I was running for office, honestly, I, it would have been the furthest thing from my mind. But Why? Well, not, not that I'm not involved. I've always kept up with the political spectrum, the geopolitical spectrum. I like to read. I'm a voracious reader. But I, you know, satisfying career, I sell real estate, I get family life, um, just, I love to travel, everything, honestly, really satisfied. Wow. But this last two years has just illuminated the absolute corruption that we have, <laughs> the corruption that we have in this state. I mean, we have been like the test ground for the craziest policies possible. Yeah. And it's hurting people. Yeah. Well, We're going to jump
2: into
3: that too. When you can say that we can beat on craziness coming out of versus like California, <laughs> we've really fallen
2: off
0: yeah, We've
3: too.
2: fallen off.
0: Yeah. It's gone extreme. How
2: has, you're a real estate agent, mm-hmm. you have a dual role. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, for a person that's about to <clears throat> jump into politics, myself, uh, running, uh, how do you sustain a business and not have politics taint that business or... How does that happen as an entrepreneur yourself?
0: So if once suggesting that uh, it does, once I'm elected (laughs) or now running, now running. You know, I think people just know people that meet me know me. You know, I'm a balanced person. I'm not an extreme person. So really, what comes out of my mouth. You know, regards to politics is actually really just wanting quality of life, wanting our independence, our freedoms and liberties, and really those are those are ideals that touches everybody's lives. So great answer. It's not a problem. People mm-hmm. that meet me and know me know that I just want what's best for the state, and I want to see people thrive.
2: Yes, and you're on on and off the stage. You're the same person.
1: And, Absolutely. And just
3: to, yeah, and just you're you're running for county commissioner, mm-hmm. county, county Commissioner. commissioner so. Yes. You're going to be right in our own backyard, mm-hmm. making decisions one level above the city. So people here in the city or in this county here are going to be, you know, right there with your constituency. Mm-hmm. So um, someone's already asking you if they can have a nice big sign or two for their for their yard.
0: Thank you. So. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, find out um, who they are and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll yep, make sure yep. it happens.
3: They gave us the information. We'll, we'll we'll get that Absolutely. information to you. So.
2: Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, so did you say? Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're yeah, brother. Me. Me. I'm still pulling up notes. Okay. Your
0: husband? Yes. Is he a doctor? No. Well,
2: that wasn't the one. I was Lisa. Yeah, no, that, that was, was Lisa. Lisa. No, yes. he's
0: actually a Union Pipe Fitter, level 290, has been for 32 years. Oh and he goodness. raced cars for 26 years. And he was, try- he was going for NASCAR at some point. Really? Yeah. Really? yeah. He has three championships got a things.
2: Do you ever get nervous with him doing that?
0: No, he's not doing it anymore, but actually I raced with him for a year. You did? You, yeah, you did? you raised cars. I can tell you she does. Yes. I did for a year. I got rookie of the year. What? Yeah, I thought if I can't beat him, I might as well join him. Because <laughs> he oh. wanted to be out at the track all the time. But he's, yeah. he has pulled away from that. Um, you know, we got so, in the travel bug. I think, gotcha.
3: I think, the, I think the, the big thing is that uh, just shows you're not you're not afraid to take risk, right? No, not <laughs> no, no, not
0: at all. No, actually, I, I I welcome risk and I and I love learning and I love new challenges. i have never shied away from a new challenge. Well,
3: I definitely think coming into the county with a lot of things going on, there's going to be a lot of big challenges for you, mm-hmm. um, especially without everything kind of hitting us over the last two years. Mm-hmm. For example, um, our crime rates. Mm-hmm. We had we had. Heavy rising crime rates. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how will you address those those crime rates?
0: Well, I actually had the pleasure of meeting with um, one of the deputies, and uh, you know morale is low. Uh, mm-hmm. the The police force doesn't feel valued; they don't feel appreciated. And first of all, we need to bring the morale up. We need to enable the police officers to be able to do their job. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot hinder them. I mean, they're, they're there to, to increase public safety. Uh, we don't want people calling 911 and nobody's on the other line. So what I will do is make sure, look at their, their budgets, see where they're at, see what they need. They feel spread thin. You can't do your job if you're too spread thin. So okay. adequate funding, find out. That's, that's what I will bring is, is discussion and find out where the, what they need, where they're at.
2: Did you say adequate funding?
0: Yeah, I, I
2: hear so many police officers say, Don't defund us, fund us. Okay. So that we can have those programs and services that we need. Mm-hmm. You say you're, you're literally taking the rug out from under us.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, because when they're defunding
3: it, they're thinking, Oh, well, you know, the people that are trying to push for defunding. They're mm-hmm. trying to think, Oh, well, you know, people like Tony are going to run out there and take care of domestic situations. And I don't know about you, Tony, but. I wouldn't want to run out there and take care of domestic situation.
2: Not without a badge on, so that I'll leave it to the police officer exactly. who's funded. Exactly. Yeah, and I think Biden said in his State of the Russia address, or State of the <laughs> Union address, or what? No, I mean, was it yeah, State of the Union? I think he said that he was for funding the police.
0: Oh of course.
2: That's what they thought. Masks
0: just, have dropped and, and that's politically convenient. <laughs> Biden now is on the, the bandwagon of you know, going well, opposite.
3: Well I think what happened yeah. is is somebody slipped uh, the second half of Trump's speech. They didn't it is. Yeah. And he, he, he was giving a state of Russia and then it changed over to the state of the Union because it was it was Trump's Speech
2: on the second half,
3: right? But
0: uh, something, yeah. He bro, went, the policies did work. You well, have to admit.
2: Didn't Pelosi tear it up? So, how could he get another copy? Remember, didn't she just like <laughs> done the middle
3: one?
1: Oh, but yeah. American so, politics. Oh, <laughs> one yes. One of the things I've heard yes. a lot,
3: and um, I between, uh, between Tony speaking a lot to law enforcement, mm-hmm. like outside friends, things like that, um, we, I mean, both of us have a lot of friends that are law enforcement. And so um, they've always told us it's training. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, 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 that's that's what I'm hearing constantly, and that, is that and what you agree, Tony? That's yes, what from our friends. They said train
0: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. train us.
3: Give us give us better training, mm-hmm. more training on how to deal with these crisis situation.
0: situations. Yes. Yes. Exactly, Because yes. exactly. they're confronted with a lot of really stressful situations, and so they need adequate training and in, in crisis management. Well, and I'll escalation. I'll hit-
2: De-escalation. Keep going. I'm sorry. No, yeah, just
0: was, just saying de- de-escalation skills yeah. to where they don't. You know, they can manage their own personal stress. There's a lot of officers go home at night, and you know they're pretty wound up. I mean, they're yes. in emergency situations most of the time. Yes, they exactly. Are. Yes, exactly. They are. So, um,
3: you know, someone was asking for a sign earlier, and um, I don't know where you get your signs printed, but uh, we actually have a really good sign printing company right here in Estacada. Yes,
0: And oh, they they makes
3: they make all our printing signs and all of our oh. all of our stuff. And when Tony's running, I think he's going to get some signs from them as well. That's Whitney signs, and they're, they make amazing stuff right here. Why don't we go and take a quick look at one of our sponsors here?
1: That. Hey
3: guys! <laughs> Woo! Hey, uh, yep. Oh, Dana right there. This is it upside so down? Oh, it's there. right upside up. So, there it is! Yes, and uh... You're welcome. So, uh, this Justin, The mayor has officially endorsed Dana for... Dana Allen for Hitman. Uh, Dana Dana, Dana, Dana
0: Hindman Hy- Dana Dana <laughs> Allen.
3: We're Dana, Dana Hur- Hindman Allen. I know. Hypen- yes. Wow, why
2: is that backwards for me? Hy-
0: that's okay. Hyphenating really, uh, trust me, it creates a lot of issues. Oh, I'm my
2: name's hyphenated
3: too. <laughs> okay, I get yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, know know get, what I'm you get yeah. it. Yep. Uh, also, uh, I hear that Tony should give that a shot. Cause that's much harder
2: to say than I thought it would be. <laughs> no, 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 don't pass it to me. We already got it. I got the sign. You read the sign. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um,
3: but yes, uh, we.
2: We just heard
3: just now that the mayor has given you his official excellent well, official as you can get for being on Backwards Brothers
2: <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> it's endorsement.
0: Hey, I'm honored. You should
2: be good. I'm you should honored. be good for it's, the it's running. Definitely. Um, can we continue a little bit on uh, crime, rising crime, because mm-hmm. go- what goes along with that is economics.
0: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, um, uh, r- r- in low income areas, there mm-hmm. tends to be a, a, a rise in crime, and uh, and and you can attribute it to a lot of factors. Mm-hmm. Um but what of what other plans do you uh plan to have in place in terms of the meeting the crime need?
0: Well, as we talked Which about was a very bad adequate way to ask adequate funding is yeah. key. Um a lot of communication, a lot of uh, you know, discussion on the areas the troubled areas and how we can set a new precedence in mm-hmm. those areas. You know, I was reading an article today about Jerome Margulis Jewelers down in Portland, and they've been there for 90 years. I remember getting, he gave me a ring when I was a kid. My, it was friends of my parents. Yeah. They're leaving because of the crime. Yes. All of our best establishments, our old, longstanding establishments are leaving the city of Portland. Mm-hmm. They're fleeing the city because they don't feel protected. So this this economically will have repercussions if we do not set the precedence that we will not toler- tolerate vandalism, that we will not tolerate crime, yes. robbery. So it's really about bringing the standard, setting a new precedence to where it's, it's understood that we won't we will prosecute it. If we will. If you do the crime, you're gonna you're gonna have a consequence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yes. it's like when you raise your children; they're not doing so. You know, they they don't do all their homework. They they fail on the test, or you know, it's just it's the it's the consequence yes. of your actions. So we need to set that precedence in a way that is understood.
3: Yeah. So yeah. You, you were just talking about losing um, mm-hmm. big pieces, and a good example of that was. Didn't Intel just build a $5 billion? This is their home, by this, way. This is Mm -hmm. their home base. They just built a $5 billion headquarters over in Indiana? In
0: Ohio. 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 Mm -hmm.
3: Instead of here. Exactly. They built their headquarters there, which would indicate they're planning on moving their headquarters out of Oregon.
0: Case in hand, businesses, because of the political volatility, Mm -hmm. this is my perspective, the political volatility, the crime, the uncertainty, the every three weeks a new tax proposition coming Mm -hmm. out is like rapid fire. People are feeling very unstable and there's like a low level anxiety in this state. Yes. That we Mm we just like, what is next? Yes. So this business, they see the handwriting on the wall and so they're leaving and we're going to see a lot more of that if we do not get a hold of, uh, every office and start changing the, the tune here and being more business friendly.
2: This is the year to do it. I love what you said about low level anxiety. Mm-hmm. There is a low level mm-hmm. anxiety, mm-hmm. and that, is, that, that cues the fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. And people are fleeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, go
0: ahead. I- well, you're a counselor. You, yes. you got mm-hmm. I am a human development major. That was my bachelor's. That's so why f- uh-huh. nice. you
2: spoke my language when you said I, that. I, I, yeah. But yeah, you spoke to the person, the felt need. Yeah. A person needs to feel secure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: speaking of like the low-level anxiety, actually one of our users' comments says, Dana, how do you feel about the Portland creep, referring to Metro pushing mm-hmm. low-income housing into Esticada or basically the pushing here. That's been a long, uh, at least in this area, has been a big a big uh, concern and kind of like an anxiety for people. Whenever yes. they hear anything about it, it usually raises people mm-hmm. up and get anxious about what's going on there. So mm-hmm. what what do you feel about that?
0: Well, referring to, you know, when people just watched my opening video, this is truly what I want to bring is is a new style of governing and that we are referring back to the people that the people are participatory in the governmental process. Mm. So if people are not feeling <laughs> yes. comfortable with that, and they show up to meetings and express their concerns, that that needs to be taken in consideration. In Oregon, we have had a government that absolutely has abandoned the will of the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hear severely, that. for years. <laughs> it's not just the last yes. two years. It's just become yes. extremely apparent in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when they taxed the businesses, Kate Brown, uh, an executive order, 17% tax on businesses that were shut down, small businesses. On top of... Yeah. uh, uh, During the pandemic. Uh, It just was cruel. It's just cruel. It's cruel. So,
3: to that. If if I was one of those businesses when I'd set my... Check in instead of a check, I would have sent a picture of telling her she's number one. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: That would that would have been my payment to mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're not a business friendly climate. So exactly. to to your your um the question, yes, it's we, we just need to be participating with our constituents.
3: Yeah. So um, go
2: ahead. You know, part of what hurt businesses were the mask mandates um, mm-hmm. because you had your everyday people now policing. Oh God, yeah. Oh uh, Tum- yeah. T- yes. Talk about a double bind. You know what I'm talking about there. And because of that. Hostile environment. Hostile environment. Yes. We don't know if it's going to. And I'm going to just say this too. Since the mask mandates are lifted. And and we see Facebook posts about this all the time. We are backwards brothers. We are for freedom of choice. Mm -hmm. That's what we're about. With Freedom of choice. If you choose to wear a mask, good for you. If you choose not to wear a mask, good for you. Let's just leave it that simple. Mm -hmm. But if mandates were to return. How would you address those situations? There?
0: I would sit down with my fellow commissioners and we would be getting a resolution uh, laid down in the county because I actually I was one of the people that was sending in resolutions yeah, yes. to the Clackamas County Commissioner Board of Commissioners. I sent a resolution, I testified twice. Um, they just couldn't get everybody on board with uh, passing the resolution, but I would be absolutely, uh, totally 100% down for passing a resolution and protecting the county protecting businesses protecting More us tech. from this this uh, hostile divisive uh, environment yes it's not good for kids no not good for kids no not good for people not good for relationships and it's just like it's setting this new culture in Oregon that it's just not it was a friendly really neutral place for years oh exactly yes. it
3: was a good mixing pot mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you get the, oh the Keep Portland weird because we get so many different people and cultures and we all mix together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it did it so much. And then now look at it, so we could be more divided. Right. Um, we got right. a few comments from people on here. I want to catch up on a couple of these. Sure. Um, first one actually is for you, Tony. He says, I support you 100%, Tony, on running from, and that's from Kurt. So, oh, uh, thanks, man. Uh, um, also, Malala is present, by the way. They Hi, Malala. Hi,
2: Malala.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, Excellent.
2: So, do you want to go to the next one there? Yeah. Um, actually, how would you address parental choice in schools in terms of curriculum and their social uh, integration classes and those types of things?
0: Well, something I'm big on is freedoms and liberties. And if you really look at everything that's going on from the economics, from school, uh, you know, prosperity, it's all stripping our liberties away. So I believe that. Parents should have the freedom to have the money follow the child so they have options. Because really, it's not one size fits all. I mean, we have to have options. And why have we had that freedom taken away? Think about it for a minute. Because it's control. It's it's dictating what you're going to do with your own child. Who knows best but the parents on what to do with their child. So I'm all for pushing politically to be able to encourage school choice. And I do know a lot of people that are trying to put that school choice out. Uh, school
2: choice.
3: Yeah, I know, like uh, Brandy and I, and I, I, I don't want to speak on your behalf, Tony, but I, I think we've all been agreed agree that it's, there's some issues in what's been taught in the schools, and we would Absolutely. love to be able to have... Send pick what we're sending our child, and definitely be involved in a curriculum. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times have we have we have spoke to the school the last couple of years about their curriculum?
2: Yes, there's another caveat to this though too, because you know uh, some people would wonder, well, are we villainizing teachers? Are we? It's how far does it go that we? Because you were a teacher, yeah, I was a teacher. Taught.
0: I was an educational system. Yeah. My daughter's a teacher. No, teachers, teachers are taking what's coming down to them. they're, yes. they're teaching what is being handed and delivered in the curriculum. Mm-hmm. So.
2: So, what can teachers do when they're inside of that whole fishbowl, if you will?
0: What can teachers do? Well, they can voice their opinions. They can go to their unions. They can express their concern. They can build coalitions within their, uh, with their staff. They can, mm-hmm. they can, re- you know, they can be vocal. They can go to their legislators. They can start talking about it. But there's this sense that you know, the union, you're going outside of that genre, so it's tricky. It's a fine it's line. Tricky.
2: It's a it's mm-hmm. a small fish in a big pond. Yeah, it feels like yes. sometimes. exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. A lot of teachers are not into some of the curriculum that's being taught. Either. No, they feel like it's it's not age appropriate. And yes. children need a neutral learning environment. They don't need to have a politically charged environment.
3: Yes, uh, exactly. It should be able to just learn as kids learn in school, and not mm-hmm. to worry about the adult things. Let them worry about the kids that that's age right. appropriate. And that's the thing I think they miss so much. We're always trying to dump these adult problems on them, and we're from mm-hmm. trying to. Figure out their gender to what's going on in the political yeah. sign, and it's it's just it's, it's absolutely too much. ridiculous. It's if you watch,
2: if you watched Brandy's show last week, which was which was a great display of age appropriate curriculum mm-hmm. and how exactly if we the damage it could do if we teach that out of Eric Erickson's mm-hmm. stages of development. Right. Sometimes, in, uh, on the sixth stage of Eric Erickson, the adolescent, that's when they begin to discover what identity looks like. Not in your First and
0: no, third, no. third graders. Third graders, first graders I'm still no. yeah. i still pretend play. Yeah. I still want to be a
2: king one day and a. I'm still
0: pretend yeah. play. Because it's one another. Day? They don't need to grapple with adult concepts. No. And even some of the concepts are like even adults are you know struggling with those types of concepts, <laughs> yes. let alone a child.
3: Yes. You know. Yes, yes. yes. I'm I'm still trying to get a grasp on life here. You know. <laughs> yes.
0: So. Um, we live in Oregon and it's gotten a little wild. <laughs> it's a Wild West
2: over here.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, it is. You're
2: uh, going to bring some civility to this, though. All right, uh, yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, yeah, balance. Dana, balance.
3: Uh, someone says, Dana, you're absolutely correct. So many friends, so many businesses, so many public servants have left or are wanting to leave. They are so sick of the crime and the terrible direction the state is going. Yes. So, mm-hmm. And have you heard of Esther Cater being called a top, uh, cop town? We, no. they call it a cop town. I really? I heard that. Yeah, they oh, call it a Tell us. A, yeah, cop lots, town. Lots of lots of law enforcement live out here. We're pretty heavy population on the law enforcement side.
2: Bring them all. Yep. yep. Bring them all. So, and uh, we're trying to catch up here. There's, there's a whole yeah. load of them here. Brother, there's too many people real fast moving down to Texas, though. Y'all have to stop oh. moving. Yeah, we need you to stay. Stay. <laughs> we yeah. were talking about that Saturday. We we're, were. Yeah. Stay in town and... F- Fight, yes. please. Yes,
3: I definitely. Yes. At least one Don't good benefit is they're telling everybody about the show. We're getting more and more viewers from Texas right now. We're
2: getting a lot of viewers out of Texas yeah. and the Midwest. And, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because I,
0: I think we're everybody that lives in Oregon, we stay here despite because we love the surrounding beauty. Mm. Yeah. We like the resiliency of people. Yes. You know, We do have some cutting edge aspects of Oregon that have always been really positive. Uh-huh. It's just gotten way out of whack. And so we just need to reel it in and bring it down the fairway.
3: Well, exactly. Where else can you drive two hours one direction and have a beach? I know. And two hours
2: the other direction and have high desert.
3: And high desert. And mountains in between. and Everything in the valley. Yeah, You can't get that anywhere
2: else. No. No.
0: So it's worth fighting for. It's It's worth fighting fighting for. Absolutely. We can't retreat.
2: We can't retreat.
0: No.
3: No. Someone says, uh, end, catch, and release. They are criminals, not fish. Ah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Look, what we saw downtown uh, is despicable. I, I I got called in for jury duty. And... I couldn't even find the entrance to the Justice Center. I mean, they had, like, big castle doors that were built around the big doors. Yeah, big, huge wooden doors, right. fences around. It It was, I mean, wow, it, that, a that, guy no, that right. it seemed like he'd been camped out for a year, lighting his fire in the morning across... It's just Portland is just had this aura of despair around it. It,
3: it, it makes you think oh, of despair. like you're thinking like a third world country. It's it's, it's awful. Like, it's 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 not, it almost sounds like you describe what you describe like a, an embassy in a third world country. You know, yes. it's
0: like Gotham.
2: Yes. Oh wow. That's,
3: yes. I mean,
0: that's we, what reminds me of. It reminds me, Gotham? Yes. Yeah, it reminds me Gotham. like Gotham. Gotham. And the Batman movie. It's Absolutely. Like, it's gotten a little dark. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, this, it's definitely time to do something. <laughs> uh, it's past time to do something. And uh, I had a comment and I, brother, do you have a comment uh, about doing something in here and I can't find it? I'm going to uh, find it.
3: There's a bunch of, I don't know if we, uh, it works out in here, but uh, I can read one real quick. Yeah. Uh, Clackamas County can lead the way to a better, safer Oregon. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can definitely can yes. definitely example that way. Absolutely. Especially uh, when, when Portland's creeping out, and coming out, and they're trying to encroach on it, having a solid set here in Clackamas County.
0: Mm-hmm. Agreed, yeah, protecting quality of life in Clackamas County is paramount. Uh, you know, if mandates come back, we need to lay down resolutions, we need to keep, keep the uh, safety, we need to keep, I, I'm tired of seeing garbage, I'm just gonna get right down to basics. I'm getting tired of garbage all over the streets, off of every oh, wow. off-ramp, yep. why yes. are they not cleaning up the garbage? They are, we, we're gonna get it done. Because they is not doing it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is, is it an option to build, like, a big fence around the county? Right. Yeah. So hey. I
0: don't want that. If I see something, I'm well, we're going to go get it done. We're going to, we're not going to leave garbage anywhere. I mean, right. it's just, it, it attracts more of the same kind, you know, when you, when, like, in Portland, when you see all the, on every off-ramp, you see yeah. just massive piles of garbage. Well, that sets a standard—a very low standard—and it attracts exactly. more. So and it attracts exactly. despair leads yes. to more despair. Yes. So we want to keep it clean. We want to keep Clarkesville County safe. We want it to be a nice place to live. We want to have, you know, have it thrive. We want to bring some uh, work, high-paying jobs. You Make know, those you know. other
3: counties want to be like Clarkesville exactly. County. Exactly, yeah. we need and to model. And right.
0: this is one thing I want to bring to the table: that we're not just going to stay in our county in our little area then I want to reach out to other county uh, leaders. I want to reach out to senators, reach out to, yes. And build a network of people that care and start moving forward with that. That's what I want to do. That's, that's who I am. And that's what Uh, I want to bring.
2: Speaking of network, do you have a particular governor in mind? One of our viewers wanted to know that.
0: Oh, I'm very fond of Mark Thielman. I really Mm. am. I think he's, he's got a lot of what we need moving forward. I I really Mm. do. Um, I know Bridget Barton is really a, a good contender as well, but mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty fond of Mark. I think he's got a he's a, been a superintendent of a school district. Mm-hmm. He, he's really good at working with a lot of different people. I think he's got a lot of grit moving forward to tackle uh, some of the corruption. Grit. Yes, and he's actually stayed open the whole time during the pandemic. He has actually fought the government tooth and nail. So he's been in it. So Definitely.
3: yeah, but okay. you know,
0: I'm just. Those are some, kind of my top choices right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Cool. Cool.
3: Yes.
0: Hmm. Uh, He'll love that shout out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say,
2: here's the endorsement right
0: here.
1: Yeah. Yes. Big old stamp across
3: Absolutely. the yeah. um Absolutely. With China shutting down due to the newest strain of COVID, uh, do you yeah. think uh, Brown is going to try us Down again?
0: I think the last two years, if it's taught us anything, that nothing is sacred to them, and that nothing's off the table for them. So I think we need to be prepared for anything, and I think we need to be ready to voice our opinions should it come down the pike. Mm-hmm. So I hope not. I hope that they, they their their desire to win elections uh, supersede uh, more tyranny. So well,
3: you know, legisl- which I
0: don't think they're going to win. The legislative
3: so. body has the power to override the governor. Agreed. Just so you know, so get the right people on there and it won't be a problem. There you contact
0: your senators, contact your house reps. If we even see that coming down the pike, it is up to we, the people to start participating mm. in the government. And I cannot emphasize yeah. that enough. Yeah. We've allowed it to be on autopilot for too long and here we are. So it's, now it's time to reclaim it.
3: Oh, definitely.
2: Definitely. Here's another one. I love this one. Um, what's What's your thoughts on staff shortages of schools uh, denying students full access to education? And this is a two-parter. And how do we address this? Well, actually, here's a three-parter. Kids don't get uh, to make up the years. Their learning potential is being destroyed. So.
0: So staffing shortages. Staffing shortages. You know, it comes down to the budgets, and that's a, the biggest problem we've had in Oregon. It always seems at the end of the budget they're saying, oh, we're short, for, we don't have enough money for the schools. Well, mm. there needs to be some, and I'm, I'm speaking to the state situation right now, there needs to be some serious, serious revamping of the budgets because mm-hmm. there is no reason that children should be put last in the budget. They should be at the top of our list.
3: Yeah, uh, I'd say the education should be at the top. Absolutely. And some of the welfare programs should be at the bottom. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If, if we take care of law enforcement, we take care mm-hmm. of infrastructure, we take care of education. Agreed. We take care of those core things. And if there's money left over, then we'll deal with welfare. Yes.
2: I love that. Yes. I love and, that. And then, you know, how about we do a think about the welfare system, mm-hmm. about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh. Yes. Give it to yes. people,
3: give it to the need, the most needy yes. first, and then work it It's
0: supposed to be a bridge. It's not supposed to be a way of life.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the second part is, uh, how do we address this? And actually, you just did
0: <laughs> in some ways.
2: So, yes. You know, the, another thing that needs I think it's time. But the other thing that needs to be possibly improved is school lunches. Oh, yes. um, You know, my daughter came home and she said uh, the pizza had one um, pepperoni on it and you could see through it. But I know a place that has all the pizza that you could possibly want and more, and it's good pizza. And it's called, here in town, uh Post Pizza. Nice. And when I first moved here, I had a chance to go. It has everything for the whole family, games and fun and just a great atmosphere and all the pizza you want. And you can check it out right here. Okay. Hey guys, I hope you got a chance to see this. Um, it's great pizza. And you know what? Your comments are coming in like pizza. So we're so glad about that. And we're going to get to them right now. How do they come in like pizza? They come in more than pizza. Pe- I don't know what the heck. I don't know what the heck. All I know is I want pizza right now. All I know is that she's in the house and I'm just tongue tied.
0: You know? <laughs> just tongue tied.
3: So uh, someone asked, they asked a direct question What's your stance on the Second
0: Amendment? It's a done deal. It's in stone. Shouldn't even be a discussion anymore. Or, uh, I mean... Yeah. Go it, ahead, brother. <laughs> I mean, Go there. ahead, brother. It's there. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. The Second yes. Amendment, that's, that's it. I mean, it was put in place for protection from a lot of different things, and so, uh, it needs to be solid. Well, when someone yep. wants to ask
3: me what I thought about gun control, I said, that's using two hands, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, it's... Totally a second, I'm pro-Second Amendment. I'm pro-Second Amendment. Ma- one, look at Australia. Yes. What's been going on over this, all the tyrannical stuff that's been going on around COVID. Look at all the lockdowns that's been happening around the world. We didn't experience that because we are, you know, a heavily well, armed, <laughs> uh, you know, society.
2: But look at Ukraine. Yeah. They handed out guns to their civilians. Right. I was wondering if that would happen yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, did I ever tell you I found out, about, I
3: found out more about the whole wooden gun things. You did, yeah they, they were handing out wooden training rep because they're keep they're for training at the time mm-hmm. that's why they' were handing out the wood ones for training oh, when they yeah. were handing them out the fight, they were handing out real guns at that point, but they the they're, they're wooden ones that they're trying to say they're handing out the fight with were actually no, those are for training training they're doing training at the time. Right. Oh, and then, wow. And they turned those pictures around. I saw a bunch of other articles clear that up. I thought oh. you have not heard
2: anything more about it. I was wondering about that. So, sorry, uh-huh. sorry to note that I
3: mention. No, wasn't Good.
0: The fathers knew what they were doing when they put those protections in place. Yes, they did. God forbid we, God forbid. we ever need to, you know, use them, but they're there. And it mm-hmm. keeps everybody honest.
3: There you Definitely, go. You know.
2: There you go. Brother, go ahead. Uh,
3: hire more teachers. Assist, uh, teacher assistants. <laughs> let, parents, uh, let parents volunteer. Ooh. There you go. Absolutely. Get them involved.
0: Yeah, there's always seems to be a shortage of teacher's assistance, and there needs to be more. The class sizes have has always been an issue. I mean, one teacher per 35, 36 kids, it's just, it's too much. It's there too need, much. It is. There needs to be some team teaching there with with uh, educational assistance, I agree.
2: But Dana, someone said that they stopped school volunteers. Is oh. That tr- is that true?
0: Ooh, I didn't know. I didn't. That wonder not. if that is it that just, must our have just for or
2: the, is it during COVID? During yeah.
0: COVID because I, I didn't know. Maybe that. it was
2: because of COVID. You know, um a uh, oh. person who typed this in for us, if you can give us some clarification yeah, on that, we would love to get that out, but man. Oh,
0: parent volunteers are essential. They are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, when I worked in the school district, uh, you know, parents would come in, they'd prep a bunch of, you know, projects, they would help, they'd be there to help uh one-on-one. It's valuable. Wow. Absolutely.
3: But, you know, the other way to look at it is if the parents aren't there, they can't catch you when you're trying to do it, when the, the curriculum's trying to indoctrinate. Right. So, um, and I'm not saying that teachers are trying no, to do that. that right. But here, I remember uh, on Brandy's show, one of the interviews she talked about, we talked a little bit about schools, I don't go dig into that, but they're talking about one of the teachers, a second grade teacher, she says that she uh, is not in the curriculum, but she injects her own thoughts on a certain subject into the into it as she's teaching.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What are your thoughts on teachers that may do that and how how do we combat against that?
0: Well, it's tough cuz we do have freedom of speech, but there is a point where uh, there are things that are there needs to be boundaries as I said. Mm-hmm. And I think that your own to a point your own personal things in the classroom, there's a place for it and and I think certain subjects are really belong between the parents and the child. There you go. So I think that just um,
2: just teach the
0: teaching curriculum. you know mm-hmm. teaching staying on the subject, and you know talking with students in a way that doesn't breach that um, kind of that sacred right that you have with your own child. I think it's a fine line. It just needs to be conversations within the school and and teachers need to know that And there needs to be conversations with the principals and the staff that, hey, you know, there's certain things that just belong to the parents that we just need to stay out of.
2: I love that question though, too, Dana, because I meet people in my office. They see me on Backwards Brothers Mm -hmm. where I tend to express a little bit more of my Mm -hmm. ideas, Mm -hmm. but in the counseling room, that's not a place for that. Mm -hmm. They didn't come to pay me to hear my thoughts and opinions. They came to uh, receive what I have learned academically and involve my personal self in the delivery of that. Mm -hmm. Not tell an extra story that has to do with me. It's really easy to do if you're professional. Be neutral.
0: Yes. Yes. Agreed. Exactly. So professional boundaries. Yes, professional boundaries. That's a good description of it. Yes. Um, But that's up, too, to the the principals to, you know, educate their staff on professional boundaries and protocols. So and if parents have a problem with that, it's up to them to go in and bring it to their attention.
3: What about um, transparency and accountability in the school teaching? We talk about it in politics. Mm -hmm. What about on the school side?
0: Well, I, I totally think there needs to be transparency. I mean, uh, parents should have a right to know what curriculum is being taught. I mean, they, you know, that's where they need to go to the school council, the school board meetings, and and we've had a problem with people being able to weigh in during COVID. It's been yes, it's been a problem. Is the so, point of
3: the FBI being called?
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: heard about yes. Yeah, so we've got some challenges parents ahead.
2: Labeled as terrorists.
0: We've got some challenges ahead, but I think uh, people need to just stay persistent, uh, stay. Stay professional and, right. and, and express themselves and, and, and don't let up on it until we get things more balanced to where it's public participation with the school district.
2: And Dana, there's a term that's been used mm-hmm. that teachers are, and I've heard it on several talk shows, Democratic talk shows, that teachers are first responders. Mm-hmm. I agree with that to a certain extent when it comes to neglect, mm-hmm. when it comes to mental health issues that are clearly proven from uh, in coming from outside the school, you know, if a kid comes to school mm-hmm. and they're dressed in tattered and dirty yes. clothes and things like that, that's worth a follow up on. Mm-hmm. But are they first responders in parenting, um, socially, uh, um, uh, values, and all of those things? Those those mm-hmm. those things that we should be learning at home. Uh, are they first responders?
0: I think that. If a child asks a, a teacher, I think there needs to be the exchange, but there also has to be. Again, it goes back to the teacher having professional boundaries. There's certain things that you don't, you don't breach that trust. That there has to be that separation to where you don't go into subjects that are, I guess, loaded subjects. Loaded subjects. You know that you, you, That yeah. I think that that again comes down to staff being briefed on 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 what what are loaded subjects that we're not going to get into you know but the whole educational environment it's kind of a fine line too because you're in an educational setting and you know certain subjects you know need to be educated on but then like i said it goes back to the age appropriate setting setting
3: one of the questions our 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 viewers want to ask and sorry, no. You're okay. What are thoughts on the uh, Newberg counselor slash teacher's mm-hmm. reaction to parents? Do you, do you feel our community could have more of uh, mature discussions about concern?
2: Oh
0: The Newberg, the Newberg. Are they talking about the recall?
2: Uh, are they talking? I think they're talking about the LGBTQ uh, incident. I, I don't actually know the incident. Uh, maybe I think it was.
0: Okay, my philosophy on that is if somebody wants to be involved in that particular lifestyle that's their business but when we start bringing it into a classroom setting and you know we need to have a neutral zone to teach Mm -hmm. kids getting back to basics so you know the american flag the the oregon flag those are you know something we're kind of all in in Oregon, we're all in the United States. But when you start doing this flag and that flag and this political faction and this ideology and this, where does it end? So you you let two other flags in, well then what about this group that wants this and this and this and this? And And where do you draw the line to where now you've got this politically charged, this lifestyle charged, uh, like environment in school and then you're gonna start losing track of the basics. So, I think having a neutral zone in the classroom is important. A
2: neutral Couldn't zone? A more. neutral yes. zone. I mean, how about this? Save it for your college campus. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not. Save it for your college I mean, campus. If you want to do that, to that's that's, that's your deal. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do that, that's your deal. And make it an opt in at that point, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. It, it, it's not just crediting people's view and how they see themselves in the world, it's saying, hey, we don't need this in such a tender way. Uh, time in people's lives that they don't need to grapple with things that are adult again issues adult issues yes yes exactly yes, exactly. yes. that's my take on it I love, love it
3: so we got a whole lot of go ahead brother <laughs> go ahead uh, it says oh, oh please no co tech for governor <laughs> my life has been impacted very negatively from the eviction hold she pushed for mm-hmm. I'm a renter and we also need the protection from bad tenants mm-hmm. and then it says I'm the very vote Republican
0: <laughs> so they are uh, they were. They had rentals, and they were forced to have the eviction moratorium. Um, I think
3: this person came from a renter. Okay. But there's also bad tenants as well that could they probably couldn't get out, and they I'm sure it was affecting what they were
0: doing. Well, you know that while there was some protections for people during and being a real estate agent, and I'm very big on property rights and personal property rights, that was an infringement on personal property rights to take a moratorium for a year and make landlords hold tenants for a year
3: I'm not kind of curious where it came from because they if, <laughs> if as soon as the, the courts would shut down coming from one place mm-hmm. they'd pop it up from another one mm-hmm. I mean like it, 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 none of it was there I I, I would almost say that the uh, that all those tenants should get in a massive class-action lawsuit against the uh, federal government and mm-hmm. then maybe the state or whoever
0: pushed it right right there was a point where it was a help in the beginning but at some point it was taking the rights of the property owner away wow you know, on yeah. the moratorium I mean,
3: maybe mm. offer the way that would have been best is to offer like some subsidies. sort of subsidies subsidy sort. or a reward system for the landlords that chose to work with them absolutely mm-hmm. instead of hey you're going to do this you're going to do this no matter what let's try to find a way to make it work for you and for the tenant at the same time well, oh yeah
0: isn't that what they did with the shutdown of the businesses they took your Property and ability to make a living, and they're supposed to compensate. Yes, exactly. Okay. So that, it's a, along that, the it's same. It's called eminent mm-hmm. domain, I think. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <So.
2: laughs> yes. Go
0: ahead, brother. Go ahead. You oh, have you, lots you, okay. of comments.
3: Yeah. We'll, uh, you want to keep the next one after that? No, you. Yeah, I'll keep, keep the next one after uh, you. Uh, someone once said, ninety percent of KG and first or kindergarten or first graders think the other gender uh, has cooties. Under the definitions, <laughs> those kids get called. L G B T Q because they don't want to be with one with the opposite sex. That's true. The reality is they are too smart to get involved.
2: (laughs) That's true. That's That's true.
3: true. That goes for much older people too.
2: Yeah. Yes. Um go ahead. I I just
0: just something that came up is we've got to stop drawing boxes and putting labels on people. Yes. Oh, Perfect. It's, it, it's absolutely fracturing our society. Yes, it is. And then you take it down into the schools, and it's just we're just fracturing the children. They need to, we need to be back into the whole child. Leave all of the external, as much as possible, let them have a childhood.
2: That's very interesting you say that. Because back in the day when we were going to school, we naturally broke out into the groups. Mm-hmm. We had the groups at the lunchroom. Sure. In the lunchroom, the popular, the, 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 the uh, musical, the jocks. What is now? We're gonna just split up even more subgroups under that, and group and group and group. I
0: know. It's too much.
2: It's too much. It's too. Much. It's sensory overload.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah, so, yeah,
0: definitely. No more labels.
2: No more. No it's only more. Yours, it's all yours, buddy. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, they put the fences and barriers in the handicap parking was a nightmare trying to get to the federal building with a wheelchair. So this must have been one of our wheelchair. Um,
0: my beers. grandson is in a wheelchair. he's three, he has a uh, disability, and um, so I'm very sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we don't have enough accessible parks too for children, because I really started to notice that when because my grandson is disabled that mm. there's not enough parks that have like handicap um, disabled like play structures and things where kids can interact. so I, I totally mm-hmm. relate to that. Mm-hmm. Definitely we, well, ABA, we need to solve that
3: Well, like not ADA, but like just dis- disabilities um, be something that you push heavily for so si- if you're sitting as a commissioner.
0: I, I think that we need to look at some of our uh, playgrounds that do not have accessibility for kids to be able to participate into sensory activities. so I think it's mm. something that's close to my heart. Wow having my grandson um, you know being in a wheelchair at three half the time. Wow, yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh. By the way, I, I I
3: want to leave the next year to you because I like I think they're funny.
0: Portland
2: or Gotham equals Gotham. <laughs> I
0: know
2: Portland. <laughs> yes, Portland's pro uh, problem is the DA. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, hmm. I agree. Hmm.
3: Um, if if Brown keeps it closed, she doesn't have to take public input before passing laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah I, mm. you, yeah, I think you alluded to that earlier. Yeah,
0: she's been ruling by executive order. It's totally been in the gray. Uh, yeah. it's, and the mandates yeah. are not laws, and a lot of people don't know that. Mandates um, are not Mandates laws. are not laws. And yeah. Yes. administrative rule is not a law. Yes.
2: Exactly. Let me, mandates are,
3: are not,
1: not laws. laws.
2: Stop saying they are. Yes. As a matter of fact, we have been into lately uh, First Amendment auditors mm-hmm. and things like that. We talked a little bit about that for the last show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole premise is to exercise your rights or you'll lose them. Mm-hmm. And there's a right and a wrong way to do it. And mm-hmm. we acknowledge that. But we watch the ones who are reputable and they actually have a meaning to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the uh, First Amendment auditors, they tried to get him to take off his mask or put on a mask. Mm-hmm. And they said it was a mandate. And... And he said, mandates aren't laws. Mm-hmm. Mandates aren't laws. And I think he was allowed to just go ahead without his mask because of that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's,
3: it's, it's just crazy, um, the the lack of knowledge on our public. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of touching on that real quick. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to queue up the next one real quick, I'll say this. But uh, I've noticed that a lot of public officials don't actually have a good understanding of what the basic rights are and how to approach those from law enforcement to uh, and there's nothing wrong with that it's just they haven't really run into what's been a consideration mm-hmm. or it's just part of, not part of the training but especially like uh um, the like county workers and i know some a lot of these audits are talking about is they don't understand the basic stuff such as there's always a big one is they don't like to be filmed
1: mm-hmm. in
3: a government building and then that's always a big thing and people tend to freak out about that and that's a basic right coming from freedom of the press. So, what are your thoughts on on like maybe understanding of those rights and how how would you approach it? maybe you run into a weird situation like that or it came up to you?
0: So, if somebody wanted to film me in a in a public building, yeah. And let's, just,
3: let's just say you're walking down the hall and you run into someone filming you and walking around filming the building. It's a random
0: creative. I don't particular. have a problem with it. I mean, everybody everybody has cell phones. It's it's kind of commonplace these days, isn't it? So yeah. I think it just people, the polite thing to do is just say, hey, do you mind if I film you? And, you know, maybe just if you're not feeling comfortable, but I I don't have a problem with it personally.
3: So if you saw a policy on the building that says no filming in, in government buildings, would you, would that be something you'd support or you, you would?
0: You know, I think, again, filming creates accountability, so I think that's probably why it's on yes, the building. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, Joe's coming to your so building I, first. I, yeah, so, you know, I, I don't. I don't see an issue with, with
2: it. I <laughs> yes. Yes, because yes. All yes. of the
0: the meetings are televised. I mean, what's the difference? Oh,
2: exactly. Yes. 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 I know, oh, is that too much yeah. common
0: sense? No, it's
2: con- <laughs> you are full of common sense. Come on, Portland has literally piles of. Did you read this already? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, a, right viewer, a viewer said Portland uh, has literally piles of feces on the sidewalks. It's vile. Yeah.
3: You should be the next one. Say with emphasis, Mark. Hell yes! (laughs) There you
0: go. Dillman. Mark (laughs) Uh, Dillman. March 18th,
3: Freedom Convoy, Oregon State Capitol. Uh, This thing is something special for you there.
0: Oh, that's right. Make your announcement. Yes, I I am speaking at the uh, Freedom Convoy, the Occupy Oregon. I'm speaking with Mark Dielman, so that will be wonderful. Um, It's civic engagement and action, and that's what it comes down to is, you know, just because the mandate's a piece of the mandates have been lifted a lot of people are locked out of their professions so if they've spent you know $40,000 on their college education and they can't work unless they comply so yeah. there's a whole group of people that have been now locked out of nurses their and, right. and absolutely so it yes. so yeah. is not done and this is just a little token mm-hmm. so we cannot forget that so that's why I'm there keep speaking. that in mind 18th, yep. Friday. Yep. yep, Friday the 18th. Be there. Yes. So I'm speaking there to acknowledge the fact that we need to drop all mandates. It's gone far enough, and the damage is too, too, too much. Dan, I know we
2: have a lot of viewers, uh, uh, viewer comments, so I'm going to ask this really fast. Why haven't we heard hide nor hair, do you think, of the convoys that have been happening thus so far? Are we not burning down buildings so it's not good news, or what's going on here?
0: Well, frankly, I think that with Canada and what Canada did, I think they got a little nervous, so they've kept it really quiet and suppressed because they don't want to highlight it because they want, this, this whole situation going on in Europe, I think they're still trying to implement things under the surface, so they just want to keep all the resistance quiet. I mean, it's the same thing we've been dealing with with the censorship all through the last two years. Okay. With certain medicines being not allowed, treatments, it's the same thing. So that
3: that means everybody classes. make it as loud as you possibly can. Hump those horns, y'all.
0: Yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Come it. Come
2: down. Be down there.
0: Yeah,
3: definitely. Wow. So, one of your viewers actually kind of talked about Canada. I want to know what are your thoughts on Canada mandatory gun turn-in Ooh. or confis- confiscation <laughs> next month, knowing uh knowing our neighbors are unarmed when I close when I that close to Russia is concerning.
0: So, I think that Again, we would have been in similar position as Australia in Europe, had we had we not had our Second Amendment in this country during this time. Because Australia, I mean, they were arresting; they were the police were. I mean, it was terrible. Hmm. It was become a police state over COVID in some other countries. So. I no don't don't turn in your guns. Don't my God, keep your rights. Keep your rights. Fight, keep for, your rights. Fight always, for your rights. I always say if they
3: if they need if they need to come for my gun I'll, guns, I'll return them in
2: one bullet at a time. Right. Yeah. So. Right, but it's it's not surprising it's happening in Canada.
0: No, oh, you have yes. to ask yourself the, the motivation for doing that I is so clear. Too. The motivation for doing it is clear. They want yeah. to disarm people because they don't want people to be able to protect themselves. Because they've got some really bad policies coming. And actually Canada just I just read that they were instituting a basic income. Like a, a basic yes, a basic guaranteed income.
2: A base uh mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. you know where that's headed? that's
3: gonna run every business you know, out of out of Canada.
0: Yep. That's stage. Yep. You know whatever on yeah. the tier of tyranny. You, you know the,
3: it. You, you, you mean on on the uh, what what was that, that book they called something the, the checklist or something that was? What's that book? It's a communist checklist. Oh, the The, the, the Great
0: Red Reset. Oh, no, something like
3: that. The Great or, yeah. Reset. Yeah. Um,
2: that's a lot of people have been reading the Great Reset. Yeah, as the, a the world
3: fact. economic. Um, world. Yes. Someone says our lunches are far above the most of the nation. By the way, no way. <laughs> yes. Our lunches are far above most of the nation. Most of the nation.
2: He <laughs> says. Uh, if we take care of those core three things, the need for welfare spending will also decrease mm-hmm. greatly. Good point. Mm-hmm. Good points.
0: Yeah. Great.
3: Um, they have made it very difficult for parent volunteers during the COVID. And uh, by the way, comments jump around to see them. It. <laughs> it's
0: wonderful. Uh, parent oh, volunteers
3: love. during COVID. And around here, I heard they only allow parents to observe for 30 minutes, which is
2: absolutely wow. I agree on teacher's assistance. My kid needs a one-on-one for Mm -hmm. school, and that has not been available for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean. uh, about one-on-one?
0: Start writing your legislators. Start writing your senators. Make your voices heard. We have to get into civic engagement. I am big into civic engagement.
2: You heard it here. Yes. You heard it here. Voice of the people, right?
3: Absolutely. Uh, Through COVID, there was no volunteering allowed. Still isn't. Wow. COVID's over. Open it up.
0: Yes.
2: yeah, Teach your kids to dial home and leave the phone uh, on when they are concerned about what's being said. Good point.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we finally catch up, finally. Uh, should the high school teacher or HS teacher, I'm thinking that I means high school. Should the high school teacher be teaching who kicked kids out for wearing tr- uh Oh, should the high school teacher who kicked the kids out for wearing Trump shirts and requires students... Uh, to out their pronouns on every, uh, to put their pronouns on every paper. So basically, this hmm. question is: there was a, was that here in Esticator, right? I
2: thought that uh, was I didn't know. I, I, yeah, it, was, it was here, okay. So it
3: was right here in Esticator. Yeah, there was, a, there was a high school teacher who kicked a kid out for uh, for wearing a Trump shirt, and then um, basically makes all the students put their pronouns on the paper.
0: Oh no, no. Yeah, right no. here in
3: No, No, no. What? Um,
0: if there is. Violence on your shirt or something really, you know. Yes. I mean, that's one thing that you're like. Eh. You'd have a talk with the parents and say, "Hey," but wearing a, a political shirt, no, P- that, come on, <laughs> no, yeah. no. So, the question was
3: should you should you think you should be teaching or oh you... the pro
0: oh the pronouns and making them put pronouns? Yeah. No, yeah, no, 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 Kids need the freedom to write no. their name. Like, their you name. Can't force your perspective on kids. Yes. So no, that's 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 the newer language that's coming it's It's you know crossing a line yeah it's crossing the line and and, no i don't i think kids should just be able to be kids exactly
2: it's it's a little bit of a slippery slope though too if you have the uh, the high school student who puts their pronoun like they're fred but they're shirley if they want to that's
0: fine that's their deal
2: exactly
3: right you know things like that that really pisses me off Mm -hmm. and i'm a patriot Mm -hmm. i'm a patriot for this country i'm a patriot. Mm And and I fought for the country and, you know, things like that really pissed me off. Sometimes I just really want to to express myself and how pissed Mm -hmm, off I am. mm -hmm. And what better than to have a shirt or gear that tells me how pissed off I am from like Pissed Off Patriot, right? Right, right. We have those? We actually have those in our merchandise. We have Pissed Off Patriot line in our merchandise. And, you know, you can actually pick up some things like that, Mm -hmm. like shirts and water bottles and Mm -hmm. things. Let me take a quick look at what we got here. I want a water bottle. I just, I know you... Yay! that off quicker than I thought. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay, pissed off Patriot. Yes, that's okay if uh, somebody wears that. Yes, yes! But pissed off yeah. Patriot! Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Part of the
2: pop squad, you know? <laughs> Why not? Have a water bottle or a cup or something? Yeah. 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 Hey, Dada, how do you feel about the People's Convoy in D.C.? And would you join us in Salem on the 18th? Well, I think you have your answer on the second one, yes. but how I do you am feel about the-
0: I, Yes, I, I think that... I think enough's enough. I think people have been put through the ringer and then some in this country over the last two years. I think the emergency has been extorted and and, and people are worn out and they, they just see if we do not draw a line in the sand, it's going to get worse. So I am totally for it. And I'm speaking at the convoy in on the 18th. On the 18th in Salem. So with mark,
2: mark that, Malala. Everybody, get that. She's going to be speaking. Yes. I'm trying to get my brother to be down there, but he does something that a lot of Republicans do, and it's called work. Mm-hmm. So he has to work during the day well, and make I, a living I had for his family. Else that day, and he doing? has something else that day, so he can't even be a part of it. So I was thinking about taking his truck. Even right, though I don't do drive, him, I'm about taking this truck. I might make it as far hey, as out the driveway. You, He'll be a pissed off was, patriot.
3: You won't even get into the driver's seat, my
2: man. Oh! <laughs> that's oh, my oh, baby. That's your baby. Oh. Yeah, it is his baby.
0: It's about our civil rights. <laughs> yes. It's about our human rights. It's about our God-given rights. Yes. And we've had those infringed on mm-hmm. pretty heavily. Yes, there was an emergency. Yes, people, um, you know, the sickness was real but there's also a line where we realize that hey we've got this 90 you know 99% chance of recovery yeah. we don't need to destroy everybody's lives we have to move through it we have to get over it it cannot be used against us.
3: Yeah. Well, here's the other hmm. thing too. They, they never counted the cost, the lives that cost by the what the mandate did exactly. To yes. suicide. The collateral damage lo- on it. You know, those, suicide skyrocket. People losing their business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Being stuck inside, not having any interactions. I mm-hmm. mean, a lot of other things damaged there as well. Oh. Don't talk about that.
0: Huge.
2: One of the greatest, um, I think, um, uh, the, uh, interviews we did was with a lady during the shutdowns, a lady named Melissa. Mm-hmm. And we did this for uh, um, a campaign against the uh, shutting down mm-hmm. of restaurants, mm-hmm. and she talked about how, you can watch that video, but it talked about how it, it only, not only affected her, her, it was done during a time when she lost her daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's either suicide or car accident. I'm not sure which one it was. Yeah. So If I'm wrong, I'm sorry about that. But watch that video, um, because it really brings home the impact of those mandates that you can mm-hmm. so quickly oh, yeah. just
0: the collateral damage the from collateral
2: now. damage you know
3: um, actually we'll post it back
2: up after the show you
3: okay know,
0: I, I wanted to just speak to that briefly that there was a point where we have alternatives we have options it was not just we we just blanket the whole state we shut everybody down for months on end we have ways to shop Life's a risk some people they have alternatives if they don't feel comfortable people can protect themselves with whatever way they feel comfortable We did not need to be extreme Mm -hmm. And you know what the governor was able to rule an executive order and pass a lot of things that were not good for us during that time I think she should be held accountable for the over I agree
2: go for it brother. I (laughs) hear that's
3: that's that's our our thing for the governor right there.
2: Yep, right there (laughs) Go for it, bro. Take it away, um, man.
3: New, Newberg, the Newberg comment was that they flipped them off, uh, flipping off the parents in the video, is what it was. Oh. oh. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay.
2: okay. Yeah. Uh, they claim the okay. flag creates a safe zone, but it's not safe for anyone who is a child of a police officer.
1: Mm. Hmm. Oh, okay.
3: like uh, maybe a blue, if they were like a blue line type blue flag. Blue lion, like, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I wonder if there's more context in that one. Yeah. Um, or anyone that disagrees with their politics.
2: Mm-hmm. Hmm. true we need to make a, a vocational classes mandatory oh
3: there you go Woo! Agree with that. I agree yeah. with, that. I agree bring, with bring that bring back the the uh, metals and the trade back in the school absolutely mm-hmm. uh, let's talk inflation impacts on elderly and disabled yeah. we have many in our community choosing between uh, between uh, it says here food or medication right now oh, I think it means heat food or medication right now how do we reach and support them Congress gave themselves a 21%, I think it's supposed to 21% raise. Raise. Uh, so, but, yeah, we have people in that area. How, how would you address it from the county side?
0: Well, from the county side, we just we first need to look to see if our uh, mental health services are adequate. We need to take a look and see what county services are, you know, where are the shortfalls, where are, things, where are aspects of it that need improvement. I mean, those are the ways at the county level that you can address, yeah. you know, and making sure programs that are you know, really reaching the needs of the people. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm privy to all that, then I'll be able to assess. But the key is I'm going to go in with the philosophy of, of assessing where are the things that need improving, where are yes. the holes, yes. and that's going to be with a lot of public participation of people coming in and talking about the areas that they feel we need help.
3: Yeah, I mean, you were talking about people sometimes <laughs> ask you questions about, mm-hmm. you know, how, how are you going to address this and this and this? But you don't have the information because
2: you're not in the position there to you go. To answer the question that's mm-hmm. a good point so, yeah, that's a good point
0: It's going in with the right philosophy and the right heart for the job is 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 going into with the fundamentals of you know freedoms, liberties, public participation, you know governing is is a collaborative it's supposed to be collaborative yeah mm-hmm. so and yeah. we haven't seen the collaboration we've seen my way over the highway so. Yeah.
2: I love what you said. I love what you said, but I love what you said, Joel too. We need to go a little bit easier on our politicians because when we ask them, when we ask them prerequisite questions, mm-hmm. you really can't answer up to a level until you're actually in. Yes. So you try to give you're, what you're doing is sharing what your heart, mm-hmm. and but you're also sharing the knowledge that you already have prerequisite for to to getting into where you need to be. Yes, excellent,
0: so, excellent. Thank you for saying that. And that's yeah. true because some of the interviews, you're, you you want to be able to give people really concise answers, but at the same token, I'm not privy to the backstory, the decisions leading up to that, all the different policies and why. And, and so I'm just doing the best with like coming through with my philosophy on things.
2: And speaking of that, some politicians require on interviews like this for us to have these questions written out. Dana, you came in and said, I trust you. So thank you for that too. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. Yeah.
3: Um. Agree. Look at where they put the wheelchair swing at Cre.
0: Because
3: cra- that is cra- uh, cra- Crap- uh, River River Elementary. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. No wheelchair can get to it. Token mm-hmm. accommodation.
2: Yeah. Sadly, thank the same. Yeah.
0: that. Yeah.
2: Sadly, the same shunning occurs in schools. Uh, S-P-E-D, sped kids are not getting educated due to the staff shortage, and that's in quotes. As things aren't accessible, uh, accessible, sorry about that. Leave them behind unless they are my kid, and then I just hire an attorney, and my kid participates.
0: Hmm.
3: Gotcha. I mean, sometimes that's what it takes, and it's sad you have to go to that range to get it to actually be done. So yeah. Um, Some of
0: well, I was just saying what you can do at the county level is bring your concerns to the state. In the Senate, and the House, people that are you know, hopefully we have a lot of authentic people that are mm-hmm. going to get in on this election cycle that you can bring your concerns to, and they can take take heed. And it's about creating relationships across political yes. spectrums.
3: Exactly. Yes. I mean, I think though, I think no matter what side you're on, it, I think they they the <laughs> the care for those in that position, um, as long as they're not wrapped in the politics are not wrapped into themselves. Mm-hmm. They they all kind. Of, that's something we can agree on. Is mm-hmm. those who struggle and have. The disabilities that we want to try to do what we can to accommodate Absolutely. to try to help them. I think that that spans all
0: common ground,
3: exactly. We have common to find ground.
0: common ground. So, we can, there's certain facets of this last two years that have been put in the political arsenal, and we've got to just disarm them. <laughs> Couldn't say it. Couldn't say it, hey, <laughs> you need to off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's good, it's good. <laughs>
2: Take it away, brother. Dollars? You yeah, you okay. bring us home, man. And,
3: uh, some of us depend on our, our vehicles to access medical care. Fuel mm-hmm. prices are a nightmare for people oh. who on fixed income who are who need to get to a doctor. Uh, add to it, they require a mask and medical transport. So, and someone says, thanks for a great show tonight. Wow. Yeah.
0: I really appreciate being on, and I love the open discussion about all the key issues that we're all facing it, from. The federal to the state to the county to the local, and um, I'm just praying that we get a lot of really really good people in this election cycle that are going to take hold of it and pull us into the right direction, get us back center in this state. Wow,
3: definitely, and uh, we really appreciate your time out here tonight, and you know, and coming out and sharing and being so open to answer everybody's questions, and yes, uh, you know, um, you got my vote. Thank yes. You. You know, and mine, too. Thank you. And mine, too. Yes. Definitely. And, hey, you guys, um, we, we've shared her link in the descriptions. Please go in, check out her campaign there, see what's there. If you can't support the campaign, you know, it, it anyway. takes resources to run. Oh, big you time. Know. And um, if, if you have any additional questions, uh, they can email you Oh, there.
0: absolutely, please. I, that's I, open-ended. You have questions, concerns, that's how, that's how I will know how to be effective in the role County Commissioner is knowing what the public feels and that's what we need to bring back that's what's missing that's what we've been starving for we've, we've been feeling like it's been stripped from us so we need to return it and I appreciate it and thank you everybody for your wonderful questions and participation mm. wow. thank you awesome
3: and he loves
2: that sign <laughs> I love this sign I think I'm gonna keep it thank no.
0: you.
2: yes and don't forget to check her out March 18th yep. down yep. at the Salem
0: Occupy Oregon. Occupy Uh, Oregon. Where
2: where in Salem is that?
0: It's at the
2: Capitol. At the Capitol. I was was going to say the Capitol. Yeah, Yeah, it's
0: going to be a large crowd.
2: Large crowd. Get there early.
3: Thanks, you guys. We'll see you, uh, Brandy, tomorrow at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And we'll see you next week.
0: And uh, yeah, have a good night. Thank you.